Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I can't complain, man. It's uh, it's Friday. Uh, yes. November, you know. My... We officially in holiday season. <laughs> my favorite season. Yeah, yeah, it is. It definitely is holiday season. You know, I'm actually starting to kind of feel it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids getting excited. My son, he likes to listen to Christmas songs. And oh, uh, yeah. literally last year in the morning when I take him to school, him and my daughter, or my, didn't take my daughter last year because she wasn't in school, but now she's in school this year. But anyway, last year with him, we listened to Christmas songs all the way from like around this time last year up until like the summer. <laughs> so I kind of got I kind of got that stopped, you know, around the summertime. Well, this year he should start having like Christmas recitals or something like that. He gonna know he, all the songs. He does. He, he does. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. He does. So it's like he. So literally, like I said, he started last like November and then finished you know he kept just wanting to hear the same songs over and over and over again and so we stopped it during the summertime because he picked up some other new songs he liked but I think it was last week he requested to go back to the Christmas songs so <laughs> yeah so we're, we're back on we're back on the Christmas songs just, he, you must, know, he, he must see he's the, that uh, jeer in the air the holiday uh, cartoons starting to come up they yeah. starting to talk about Christmas and yeah. Halloween Halloween's over so now Christmas has fully kicked there in there you go there you go yeah I got uh my buddy uh Los, a good friend of mine, known him since I was, uh, shoot, probably what, 11 years old. Uh-huh. I was talking to him earlier this week, and uh, he said that him and his family are already putting their Christmas tree up. Oh, man. And I was like, dang, like, that's early. Like, I, I know. I think that I would put mine up if I didn't have such a day after Thanksgiving celebration. Yeah. I'll probably put it up early like that, too, but my my day after Thanksgiving is pretty lit. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you, you mentioned that before, so that does sound yeah. like it's a good time. I mean, I always would normally, like growing up, you know, we had an artificial tree, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, so, I still have an art tree. <laughs> See, I don't. I, now, I would say the last, like, seven, eight years, um, I've, I've gotten a new tree, like, you know, a brand new tree. Because that was something that we did initially when I was really, really young, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of got hard to keep up with because mm-hmm. a lot of times my dad... You know, he's military. He was military at the time, so he was gone. So my mom was the one having to do all this stuff, and it was me and my mom trying to figure it out. My mom was like, "Look, we wanted to buy a fake oh, tree, yep. and we there just we gonna, go. we gonna we gonna do it this way." Decorate you know I mean? it real nice, so you don't even know the difference. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that and was. And if you like the pine smell, get you a pine candle. There you go. See, I don't even like the pine smell, so yeah. it doesn't even bother me. See, I kind of I kind of <laughs> like the pine smell. Um, it can get annoying though. I kind of like it for a little bit. Like after a while, it does kind of like I don't yeah. know. It kind of tingles them nose hairs, you know. Yeah, but I'm growing good. up, we would normally put the Christmas tree because my birthday is the first week in December. So mm-hmm. it was like normally, you know, Thanksgiving kind of gets you all excited to get you in the mood. And that next week, um, that's normally when we used to put the Christmas tree up because like a little less than a month away from Christmas. So it felt like the kind of the right time. And that's kind of what I've been doing recently. Um, but I don't know. I may do it a little bit earlier this year. The kids, you know, it's not about just me anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are kind of excited about it. And, you know, so we probably try to maybe put the Christmas tree up a little bit earlier this year, maybe even before Thanksgiving. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, wow. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So the day after Thanksgiving, what we do is, is <clears throat> you know, the adults have their adult drinks, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then we make hot chocolate. Okay. But then the hot chocolate, we, we juice it up. So we have, like, you know, I, have, I buy these peppermint spoons, I buy marshmallows, we buy, um, everybody has, like, their own little Christmas cup. Okay. 
We make reindeer chow, which is like the um, checkerboard pretzels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the mint Hershey Kiss. Yeah, yeah, that's You put it in the oven for like five minutes, let it melt just a little bit. Yeah. Then you put the holiday color Mm M&M's. And then you pop it in the refrigerator to let it harden back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. We make Grinch brownies. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not a baker, so I really don't know how to explain how to do that one, but my cousin (laughs) usually handles that. Okay. And then we, uh, we buy like... The holiday popcorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we pretty much just play games that night. We we put up the decorations. We listen to uh, trap Christmas music <laughs> and regular Christmas trap. music. What's what's trap Christmas music? I've never heard of that before. Oh that? man, I'm gonna have, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> trap Christmas music. <laughs> You're just gonna have to Google it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's like. Is it Basically kid friendly Christmas, or not? Nah? Yeah. Oh, it is. It's okay. all Christmas music. Oh, okay. The words don't change, but it's on like a beat. Yeah, like on, a, on a, like a trap hip, beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On an 808 and, trap yeah. beat. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And then uh, we play regular Christmas music, and then at the end of the night, after we've got all sugared up, Mm-hmm. Then we uh, watch a traditional Christmas movie. So usually it's like The Grinch or Halloween, um, Home Alone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we play, um, we play drunken lyrics, but we definitely don't use like explicit music. Yeah. You know, we we include the kids, so we'll play Baby Shark or something like that. But if anybody if you know how to play drunken lyrics, then you just basically pick a word and then when you pick when the word comes up you have to basically start singing a song with that word in it. Okay. So okay. if you say baby, then you better come up with a song that says baby. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That has that word in it. Okay. And then if you don't, then you have to, adults, have to take, a, take a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Kids, you just got to get up and dance to the music. Okay, okay. But typically we all get up and dance. You know, yeah. it's like a, a joint effort. And then that's pretty much the end of the night. But, I mean, all of that in in a matter of, you know, five, six hours, it's a lot. That so, is a lot. That yeah. is, that is. Yeah, that sounds like a good time, we have leftovers though. from Thanksgiving. So, mm-hmm. you know, in between time you can eat. Mm-hmm. Then you never know. The, the grown-ups might, you know, get a quick game of uh, spades in. There we go. Might, My might, might play Uno with the kids because I go. got, you know, a couple teenagers mm-hmm. and friends' kids that may stop by. So it's definitely, you know, like a, a good time. That's so cool. That sounds, that's that the day like we put up time. our decorations and we make it a whole celebration. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good time, man. Yeah, that's it's, cool. It's a real good time. Yeah, that sounds like a really, really good it. time, man. I, yeah, it <laughs> seems like I, I can tell just how you explain in the story that you, like, you, oh, yeah. you excited? You ready for that to be? My here kids soon. are ready too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then on cool. December December first, mm-hmm. you know, we 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 begin getting into Christmas. Yeah, you and go. usually for Christmas we'll do like something more intimate. We don't really invite people over too much, but makes sense. Um, we'll do like your gingerbread house and yeah. all that stuff, and then we wear matching pajamas the mm-hmm. night before Christmas. Everybody get get to open up a present, mm-hmm. and then usually my kids are up at three or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I remember that. I used to do that. Yep. I remember that I used to wake up. Same thing, like, I still kind of do some of those as well, some of the rituals that you just mentioned, especially for Christmas. But I remember um, <laughs> being my sister. I remember my mom used to tell me that if I woke up too early, I forget, like, Santa, Santa was going to put something in my eyes or something like that. It was something <laughs> crazy. And I was like, look, <laughs> I remember one time I woke up. I woke up one time. I see the clock. It was, I was probably like, because I don't even th- I think my sister was a little baby at the time, so I probably was like, like, eight maybe at the time eight or nine and i remember i woke up and i looked at the clock and it was like two something in the morning and i, was, I started swiping my eyes real quick time like you know i i, I didn't know if like if you know, santa was gonna put yeah i didn't know i was like i didn't know what my mom kind of tried because you know i knew that you know 
you know, you know, people who the Santa Claus situation or whatever, you know, I want to spoil it for anyone, but you know, I was just kind of like worried or whatever. Like I know the salt got my eye or whatnot, but so let me ask you this: Do you place your presents the night before Christmas, or do you put them in as you get them? You wrap them and just put them under the tree. Um, I would say neither really. So what I do is I kind of like a week out, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's when I like just like I pick like a day to kind of wrap all of them and put them under the Christmas tree. So it's like I don't wait until right before Christmas, like, you know, the night before, but I also don't get them. I get like I've already started to get Christmas presents, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm already starting to gather them. So I'm not going to wrap them right now, but like, you know, I'm about a week, week and a half out. That's when I kind of wrap all of them. Maybe like that weekend before. But when do you place before, them under the tree? Yeah. Um Probably like a week, week and a half before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I place all my all my presents under the tree the night before. Like oh, Santa okay. dropped them off. Oh wow, okay. Okay. And I and and, well, see, and the my kids put not... out cookies and milk and I go and eat the cookies yeah, and the milk. And my parents yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did that too. I remember one year he wrote a note for me. I was like, Oh, stop I was going around school like showing people that joint. I was like, I think second grade at the time. And I remember somebody was like, Man, Santa's not real. Hey, I'm like, man, look, he wrote this joint. I know his, like, <laughs> I was, like, going back and forth with Buddy. Like, I was like, look, you ain't going to tell me that Santa ain't real. You know oh, what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, like, like I said, this is a joyous time of the year, man. I love family. I love, like, especially with what we do as far as mortgage-wise. You know, this time of the year kind of slows down. So I feel like, you know, some of the time that I'm not able to give my family during the busier season of the, our industry you know, I'm able to kind of be more focused on them, their needs, and yeah. spend, you know, spend the undivided attention and time with them. So I just love this time of year. And it's my birthday, this, you know, during the time of year. Can <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so I get a year older, you know, every time. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, this is uh, definitely. Time of year? Yeah, definitely the great time of year. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, the holidays this season. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. So what you had going on besides, I mean, besides that, what's going on this week or what happened this past week? Yeah, this past week, um, you know, we had my buddy Cavell on the show. Um, so this week we did two shows in one week. Um, mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool, um, you know, kind of getting his vantage point on some things and, you know, speaking more from a, um, a real estate slash broker owner's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, this past weekend, what I do, my son had tennis, so that was cool. We did that on Saturday morning. Um, he's really starting to enjoy it a lot more. Um, throughout the week when the weather's nice, you know, we'll uh, we'll try to play ourselves as well. Some of the drills that he learns in the uh, in, with the tennis instructor, you know, we, we try to replicate him at home, you know, at the tennis court by our house. Um, today, actually, when I dropped him off this morning, he um, weather's supposed to be really, really nice today. So he wants to practice today uh, some of the things he thinks they're going to do tomorrow so he can kind of look good, you know, doing it or whatever. So okay. I'm def- definitely going to do that with him today. Um Sunday, last Sunday, you know, just kicked back, watched football. I had a couple of the fellas come through, um, you know, so we, we hung out, you know, in my back sunroom, watched the games, and um, that's cooked the wings, too, for the little wing the wing uh, tasting that we had, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, those were good. Appreciate that, appreciate yeah, that. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, I'll take mm-hmm. it, I'll take mm-hmm. it, I'll take it. I always like when there's room for improvement, so I know I can kind of, you know, get better, but I also like to get that satisfaction, like, hey, you know, I'm at least I'm – I, I hit the mark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'll take that. Um, Monday, this past Monday, was uh, Halloween. So I know a lot of folks don't celebrate it. I'm not, like, the biggest celebrator of Halloween, to be honest with you. But, yeah, me neither. You know, I don't even the, put up Halloween de- uh, decorations. I tell my kids, we could put up fall decorations, but I'm not putting up <laughs> Halloween decorations. Yeah, and I get it. I get it. And my, and, and 
you know, it's kind of like my neighborhood, man. It like when it comes to like different things, they're really, really big on it. Yeah. Um, and then my kids, they love candy. They love, you yeah. know, so it's kind of like and they love dressing up and all that. So it just, you know, it's more about them than you know, my beliefs and, and kind of some of the things that are celebrated there. But um, I mean, I still do like the pumpkins and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah. to me, that's that can be considered fall true. and Halloween. So. That's true. That's, that's, that's a good point. And instead of putting out a ghost, I might put out a leaf, you know, <laughs> like I just, you know, switch it up a little bit. So we're we still decorating, but it's not, you know, your ghostly like type of stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, it's not. But I also don't that. like anything scary, so <laughs> that right that falls right into line with me. Yeah, yeah, I don't watch scary movies. I don't watch. I don't go to haunted houses. I don't do any of that. Yeah, yeah, nah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm opposite in that. I love that stuff. I ain't gonna lie. I love that stuff. But see, my daughter, my teenager, she loves it, and yeah. I don't even know where she get it from because I've never ever watched a scary movie in front of her, <laughs> ever. But she, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Not scared at all. Like yeah. she went to Hollow Screen with her friends this, uh, like a week, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. They went up to Williamsburg, and she was like upset with her friends because they didn't want to go to ho- into the haunted houses. She was like, well, why are we here? Yeah. yeah I feel <laughs> her on that. I feel her on that. Like, that defeats the purpose. Like, yeah. if you're going to go all the way, and the Williamsburg's not far, but for a kid that's I her mean, yeah, age, that's, that's, a, that's yeah. a, you know, that seems that's a like, hey, that's a nice little trip. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to go all the way here and us just to kind of like, Walk oh, around. no, we're not going to jump yeah. in, jump out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, what, why are we here? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's why you got to go with people. And that's how it is for me because I love that stuff. I would, I would go to Hollow Scream every single year. It was up to me, but re- really, most of the folks that are around me, like my wife Brooke, and then like even some of my like close friends that like I, I would like you know maybe do that with, all of them are scary. Like yeah. I, I, all of them are scary, and so it's like I don't even want to go. Like they say, hey, I'll go and do it, but I'm not gonna like go into. It. I'm like, well, it's no point of going, yeah. you know. So I, so I, I don't go because of because of that. But um, but yeah, Monday like going back to the Halloween, it was pretty cool this year. Um. You know, both of my kids dressed up. Uh, my son, he dressed up as uh, Chase from uh, Paw Patrol, and then my daughter dressed up as Sky uh, from Paw Patrol. So it was, it was cool. Yeah. Um, we had a, I had a, some buddies in the neighborhood. They came over. They brought their kids over. So we kind of got like a pre-Halloween bash at our house where the kids were jumping around with the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the music. We had our like lights flickering on and off, and then had like you know the little. You know, little the scary stuff, kind of mm-hmm. be funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty cool. And then you know, we did trick or treating in our neighborhood. A lot of folks, a lot of folks go all out. So I mean, it was like, I mean, crazy stuff. Like, yeah, like I, I can't even really explain it. But it was just a whole bunch of like the, the, the little scary girl on the swing. It was like, it was a whole bunch of stuff going on. But it was cool. We walked around. You know, the kids loved it. They got a lot of candy. You know, the adults. You know, we had uh, we had some uh, plastic cups. You know, with liquor <laughs> in it. Drinks. Yeah, adult drinks. Wait, in did it. you have the solo cups? Yeah, I actually did. I had a yellow <laughs> solo cup. Yeah, because I had some. I had some solo cups from, um, cups. yeah, because I had some, uh, it was funny because I, w- I had some cups. I was looking, I was like, am I going to walk around with, like, I didn't want to look too, like, you know what I'm saying, like, uh-huh. whatever. So when I was in, uh, when I was going to make my drink, um, my boy, my buddy Sherman, he was over at the house and he was like, uh, he had came over with a solo cup. So I was looking, I was like, hold on, do I have any solo cups? And I looked in my pantry and I did, because I think I had bought like a whole bunch of them, like, I don't know, maybe like a month or two ago, I think for my son's birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I still had some in the pantry. So, um, yeah, so I had the solo cups going. And so it, it was funny. Literally every parent that I saw were on the same vibe as us. Like everybody had, too? well, no. Oh. <laughs> they don't have the solo cups. They <laughs> had a cup. So. They had a cup. They had some some adult beverage in their cup. You know what I mean? And so that was kind of like the running joke. Everybody was like, hey, what you drinking? What you drinking? What you drinking? You yeah. know what I mean? So that was pretty cool. That's and, funny because um, that same thing happened in my neighborhood except for I – 
me and one of my, so in my neighborhood, it's probably about four different women that I'm, I, I'm pretty cool with. Okay. Like, we know each other. Mm-hmm. When we see each other, it's always like, hey, what's up? We'll yeah. stop by each other. When we, you know, walking by, we'll stop and chat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I came out the house with my drink. Okay. I was ready. <laughs> and. Rookie, what, what was you drinking? What'd you drink? What did I drink? I mean, I don't know. No, you remember? Okay. I don't remember. Okay. But needless to say, I had a drink. Mm-hmm. And so I met up with my next neighbor. She had a drink. I said, what's in that cup? <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, they were giving out, like, every, almost like every house that had the adults out there, they were giving out shots. Interesting. So yeah. your neighborhood was... What they, they what, what the youngest say? Y'all neighborhood was lit. It we didn't was. do that. Everybody had like in our neighborhood. Everybody had like their own. No, drink. they were giving and out so, shots. They were like, they were like, hey, the kids' candy is here. The adult candy's <laughs> over here. <laughs> I was cool. shocked. I was like, oh my god! But I already had some. And plus, I'm not big on drinking liquids out of you know a yeah a container that has been. Um, That's where my mind, my mind open, went first. But, yeah, but you don't needless know them like to that, say, especially people you don't know like that for yeah, real. Yeah, needless to say, I mean. The likelihood of them trying to do something in the neighborhood when we all live there for the most part is low. But still, low. I, yeah. I, I I have that, you know, yeah. in and my I, soul, like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but it was it was nice to that they offered it. Yeah, so Jester. yeah. I was very, um, I was cracking up laughing, and it was, it was very, uh, it was an eventful night. But after that night, remember, it started misty raining a little bit. Yeah, it did. That next day, I woke up. And I was not feeling well. Mm. Tuesday, Wednesday, I was I was shut down. My whole body was like, "Yeah, no, you shouldn't have been out there." <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's, yeah, <laughs> you say too old for trick or treat. Yeah, yeah. This weather's been it's been crazy. I have uh, and, I, and I, honestly, it's something's going on because my daughter, she didn't go to school on Wednesday because she like was coughing and sneezing and had a temperature. And my son, he was sick last week. Um, and then my buddy in my neighborhood, I talked to him. Uh, Because we have a group chat, a couple of us fellas in the neighborhood, and like both me and my other buddy, because we work out together in the morning, we were like, "Hey, have you? We haven't talked to the other guy in a while or whatever." So we were like, "Hey, let me send a text, check on him or whatever." And we sent a text. um, I think it was on Tuesday, and um, he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm in the bed, like beat, like I'm Mm -hmm. like I'm down." He's like, "I feel like I got the flu." He's like, "It's not COVID. I tested, you know, negative for COVID." But he was like, "I just feel like drained and or whatever." So and I know a couple other people I've talked to. My mother wasn't feeling really well when I talked to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I think it was another buddy of mine who, who said wasn't feeling well. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going through with the season and change. I know I had a, a couple weeks ago I wasn't feeling well for, like, a day or two, you know, because I think it was because of the season change. It felt like allergies or something like that. Yeah. It was kind of weird. So, yeah. The weather has been a little up and down here. Yeah. Like, today I think it's supposed to be almost close to 80 degrees. Yeah. Like, that's And then crazy. a couple days ago we had yeah. on jackets. Yeah, yeah, Or this morning we had on jackets. Yeah, 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 know, exactly. So. Like, literally, like, you know, you'll see a 30-degree change really in 24 <laughs> hours, which is wild. So, yeah. yeah. So hopefully everyone you know gets well and feels better. You know, um, you know, hate when people get sick. I mean, it's not a it's not a good feeling at all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had a, you also had a couple closings this week. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Especially in slow season, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I um, 
my October was 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 really really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously with the rate environment we're in, you know, it's kind of deterring a lot of folks from buying right now. And even this time of the year, like you mentioned, it is a little bit slower. Yeah. people's focus it's shifts. It's pretty normal for people to yeah slow down the home buying in these months. Yeah, yeah, leading out to you end of the year. You have some people who want to purchase and they want to get in before the major holidays. So you'll yeah. have that little spurt mm-hmm. of people who want to get in before Thanksgiving, and then you'll have that spurt of people who wants to get in. Um, before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So my October was was really, really, really slow. But starting off November, I had some um, a good amount of closings lined up for this first week of November. So that was uh, that was exciting, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, for them and also for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I closed on another property as well. Personally, um, there's a property uh, deep, deep in Suffolk that a, a buddy of mine who's a wholesaler connected me to. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and so I um, was able to get that under contract. And, Congratulations uh, on that. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So, yeah, definitely going to um, be a new construction out there, seeing some comps that are, you know, favorable and makes makes sense to, to make it happen. So hopefully if everything goes right, that house, you know, will be ready to be sold next summer. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about that as well. Um yeah, I'm excited about that as well. So yeah, what about uh, what about you? Anything else? I know you said you were sick, um, trying to just lay low. Yeah, pretty yeah. much all week. I I uh, I had to reschedule a lot of stuff that I did have lined up because yeah. one of them was, of course, a meeting with our assistant. You handled that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, she just had a baby, so yeah, I didn't want to be around her sick, so I pretty much stayed at home. Yeah. And then um, I had uh, a meeting yesterday that I rescheduled for today so gotcha. i'll be heading there uh shortly after um the podcast but okay. besides that i pretty much laid low stayed home you know anything that i did have in my pipeline i, I worked on that and mm-hmm. then i got a couple you know some referrals of course but yeah i okay. didn't really do much this week i was i was that those two days i was resting yeah letting my body recover yeah yeah no i hear you i hear you man yeah. it's important to get that rest and mm-hmm. uh bounce back your body tells you man like hey look I need a minute or two yeah. or three or whatever so you need to listen to it. I know a lot of times we try to power through things and I'm, I'm you know I, I feel like I'm a workaholic I try to you know do everything I can but you know internally when your body starts to let you know what's going on it's mm-hmm. almost like a car you know a car typically doesn't, doesn't break down like it'll, it'll give you signs of stuff that's going on and then you kind of <laughs> gotta say hey look speaking of a car I just got some new tires on my car and man, what a difference! <laughs> That's crazy. So I know, yeah. So I know because I, I think I probably know what you're talking about. Like when you get it, it feels like you're totally you different. Feel like, yeah, you feel yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now it's uh, now it's a smoother ride. Yeah, smoother yeah. ride. I That's still cool. got some more stuff to. I gotta get some. What they tell me? I had to get. I had to get my new brake pads. That's what it is. Okay. Because where I got my tires at, they don't do brake pads. How ironic is that? I mean, no, very, very. I was like, what? How you don't do well, You should do everything regarding the tire. Like, <laughs> that should be all inclusive. Yeah, but no. that's kind of weird. Yeah. They don't do it, so I have to go and get that done. And um, uh, when I had my car at the shop for my 50,000-mile checkup, they offered to do it, but I was like, look, y'all didn't have my car all day. I ain't got time to wait two more hours for y'all to finish. Go ahead and give me my car, and I'll go somewhere else who's more, you know, like a quicker type of yeah. place that can cool get in and out. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Because when I you feel go like to every a time... car dealership, boy, yeah, man. they, I, and have you ever walked back there into that 
mechanics area because I'm telling you, ain't nobody back there working that hard. I'm telling you. I've walked through there a few times before. <laughs> nah, that's And that's, nobody's out back there, like, breaking their neck yeah, or yeah, doing yeah, – no. Nah, nah. they, they just chilling. They walking around, yeah, shooting the shit, yeah, you know, yeah, talking. Yeah. And I'm like, this is why it takes all day. Yeah. If they actually plus, a lot work, of times you know how many cars they hour. can get through? They charge you by the hour a lot of times, those oh, mechanical yeah. places. So they're, they're going to – they're oh, gonna yeah. take their time. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, nah, I, that whole situation is crazy to me, man. I, I know, and it, and what also always happens, as you mentioned, like you go there for something, and then while they're fixing what you're, what you're, you know, you mm-hmm. went there for, it's always something else that's wrong. Always. And then they, you know, and obviously you're Up driving. Charging. Yeah, obviously you're driving. So you know, a lot of times you just kind of go ahead and say, hey, go ahead and get it fixed because you don't want it to, yeah. to break or whatever. But I don't know. A lot of times, I don't know. My dad, he's funny. He's always. I remember growing up, he would be like. I'll just do it myself. I'll yeah. just do it myself. So, like, if he'll go get something, like, your situation, if you need to get new tires, like, he's not going to do that himself. He'll go to a place and get the tires. But if they say, hey, like, your brake pads is this or whatever, you know, my dad, he knows how to, you know, replace your brake pads. So, like, he'll say, hey, I'll just do that myself, you know, mm-hmm. and he'll go home. Because if you look at how much they charge you, it's like, ridiculous. they're charging you in labor, you know, almost two, three times as much as the actual part itself. So you can go to Advanced Auto Parts, get the part, yeah. and do it yourself and exactly. save, I mean, a, a whole bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So They tried to charge me $700 for brake pads. I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, Y'all brake pads. You can, buy, you can buy four brake pads, man, probably for like 60 to 80 bucks. Right. And, and it, like I said, all you're doing is taking the wheel off. You know, you, it's like a little thing that you tighten it, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and you got to make sure it's tight, though, because you want it. You know, yeah, of you course. Know, yeah, of course, you don't want to have any, you know, I'm issues. I'm not about to do it, but still. Yeah, but it's it's not hard. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you, you take the rotors and it's it's very simple. You take the old ones off that are probably are worn because they're getting closer. Mm-hmm. That's why you probably hear like the car sometimes maybe squeak or whatever. Mine's not even that bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. they they did the test load and they were like, well, you're at, you're at this. We suggest you get oh, new yeah, ones, yeah. but it wasn't like, oh my god, you got to get them now yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, so yeah, I got you. I mean, I don't have that many miles on my on my car, so it's not like yeah, you know, I'm all the way worn down. So Correct. yeah. I'm I'm good. I'm gonna get them. I'm not gonna pay $700, but I'm gonna get them. <laughs> nah, I hear you on that one. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um it's time for exercise your knowledge. So, during this segment, what we'll do is ask you a question um uh, regarding some uh mortgage and we want you guys to think about that question. And then later on in the segment, we'll definitely give you the answer to it. Um today's um, exercise your knowledge question is what is an assumption loan when buying a home and how can it benefit you okay okay that's a good question yeah that's a good question i know um recently because of the rate environment we're in um i've been seeing a lot more and been a lot of folks have reached out to me about assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that is something that's really relevant for the times that we're in right now. So I think that's some good information that we can share, you know, once we give the answer a little bit later. So that's good. That's a really yeah. good question. I like that one. It's a really good question. And yeah. it, it only applies to some some individuals. So yeah, yeah. keep that in mind. Yep. And um, just think about it. Don't use Google. Mm-hmm. See if you can come up with this with the, on the top of your, uh, of your mind. And if it's something that you think you know, great. And if you do know it, even better. But for the folks who don't know it, this is something that you can um, absorb, hold on to, because this may benefit you in your future. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I can't wait to hear the answer to that question. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to uh, to reveal the answer. Um, 
So today's topic, guys, we want to talk about the difference between a soft inquiry and a hard inquiry when it comes to pulling credit. Um, We get this question all the time. I actually had somebody reach out to me yesterday and was like, hey, um, can you do a soft inquiry? And um, can you let me know what I'll be approved for? Okay. Do you yeah, get that yeah, often? Yeah. I do. I do get that often, actually. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, we wanted to kind of give you guys a good idea as to what the difference is and how it it, it can impact you yeah, as yeah. a consumer. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a good topic to talk about. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of folks are credit conscious. You know, they come to us and they say, hey, um, you know, I don't want you to pull my credit right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't want to have my, my score drop. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. have to do that hard inquiry or whatnot. And so, um, you know, there's an alternative for that that can still allow us to get the information that we need to move some you along. Some information. Yeah, yeah, get, get some of the information that you need mm-hmm. for the, uh, you know, to start the, you know, pre-qualification slash pre-approval process mm-hmm. um, that doesn't have that hard inquiry um, that a lot of folks dread when it comes to buying a mm-hmm. home. So. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's good. I mean, uh, you know, the way we do things here, and uh, I know, like I said, just the the difference between a soft pool and a hard pool. Um, I know a lot of folks are, you know, familiar with like Credit Karma. A lot of folks have like credit cards, or you know, they have accounts with their banks, um, and they have like the apps on their phone where they can kind of monitor their credit. And Those you'll are, see them. Some of them say like credit dashboard, yeah, yeah. credit journey. Yeah. Um, it'll have like a a picture of maybe like a a FICO, the FICO sign. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of colorful yeah, and it, it makes tells you think you good, that, bad, yeah, average, you yeah. know, great, you know, excellent. Yeah, it kind of gives you the range of where you fall, mm-hmm. you know, credit wise. Those are all like examples and signs of like a soft pool, yes. right? So um, each time they're giving you that information, they're not giving you that hard inquiry on your credit. Um, they're just kind of pulling information, your basic information off of your credit, you know, as far as like you know, your payment history on the accounts, the balances that you currently have that mm-hmm. month on the account, you know, kind of those factors that we've talked about beforehand that deter- that uh, make up your credit score. Mm-hmm. They pull some very basic information. Honestly, typically, they don't pull them from all three credit bureaus. They're mm-hmm. pulling it either from one, one directly or, or sometimes they'll even have another one. So mm-hmm. they have two different ones that they're pulling the information from. So that's a soft pool. And so in our world, um, a lot of times, you know, we're able to do that, right? So depending on who we're talking to, the person, you know, wants to go ahead and go full into the application process and, you know, they have a, a time frame that they know they want to buy within, you know, that 90 to 120 days that we talked about last week, um, then we'll go ahead and do the hard inquiry, right? That's that's kind of that process. We'll go ahead and jump into that. But if someone is not necessarily sure um, you know, don't know, know, know the timeline, kind of want to see exactly or just kind of foreign to the whole process. What we'll do a lot of times is we'll do that soft pool so we can kind of get some information and know, engage where that person is, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to see like, you know, what, and for us, we'll be able to see two of their scores, right? So we'll be able to see, okay, hey, you know, does this person have decent enough credit to actually take on a full application at this point? Mm-hmm. Or are they at a situation where they just need to get some, you know, credit counseling or some feedback mm-hmm. to work on some things? And, you know, we don't want to have that negative impact of a full credit pool at that particular time, um, you know, especially if someone needs some, you know, some assistance on their credit, right? So we'll be able to kind of peek and see where they're at and then give them some good feedback so they can go ahead and get, you know, get working on that. Yeah. yeah. But on a soft credit pool, 
it does, it's not going to show us like um, any bankruptcies, foreclosures, or some of the major information that mm -hmm. we need as a lender. So you also have to keep that in mind with the, with the soft inquiry. Either you're going to have to be upfront and honest about <laughs> your situation, <laughs> yep. or you know, it, even if, even if we give you you know uh, ideas to what you qualify for, there's some information that's not on the on the soft pull. Um, inquiry. So, you know, we may say, okay, yeah, things are great, but until we have the full story or the full picture or all three credit uh, scores and all the information, um, like judgments and foreclosures and bankruptcies and things like that, it's kind of hard for us to give you the um, the green light. Correct, correct. Now, that, that's, that's a good point that you brought up there, Sophia. Um, you know, when it comes to buying a house, you know, we, we have to do that tri-merge credit report where we get Excuse me. We get all three bureaus from Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what happens is we look at that middle score for the for your credit, right? So you'll have two outliers. You'll have one that's your highest score, one that's your lowest score, and then whatever that middle score is is the score that we use for you. Right? And that's the definition of what a FICO score exactly. is. Exactly, your middle score. Exactly. Yeah. And there's different types of FICOs. I mean, we've seen there's. I think I saw there's like almost 16 different yep. types of FICO yep. scores out there. Yep. Um, in the mortgage world, in the mortgage space, we typically use either FICO 8 or FICO 5. That's kind of what we've used over the years um, to determine your score. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, because also I get this a lot, you know, someone will come to us and they'll have their score that they'll see, as we mentioned earlier, um, like from Credit Karma, uh -huh. right? And Credit Karma, they use their, I don't know exactly Vantage what Vantage 3.0, yeah. it's not even FICO. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. even It's not even the same type of, you know, scoring metric that it is For when it mortgage. comes to buying yeah. a house, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when folks are seeing that score, they're, you know, kind of getting this false hope because their score on there is going to typically be a lot higher than it is when we actually pull that tri-merge credit report that has a lot more information at its disposal to be able to come up with the score for you, right? right. So, you know, that, um, you know, I get that question all the time, literally right. all the time. Folks say, hey, I have this, and then they come to me, and then I say, hey, well, you have this, and it's like, well, why is this different? And, you know, I have to try to go there explain to them, like, well, dang, why the heck do I even have this thing? It's not, right. it's not giving me the most, you know, up-to-date or accurate information. And just... Yeah. And just to repeat what Brian said so earlier, there's 16 versions of the FICO score. Mm -hmm. So that's just FICO. Mm -hmm. So there's many more versions of of the credit um, pulls or, yeah. you know, the, the the types of versions when it comes to calculating your, your uh, credit score. Correct. And so... Uh, Credit Karma or maybe the, some of those other lenders, they're not even, most of the time, they're not using FICO. Correct. Some of them are using a different source, Correct. like Vantage Point. Some of them do use FICO, but they not they may not be using FICO 5 or 8. So yeah. that's why it's different from the mortgage pool. So it can be slightly different. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's yeah. very true. So, yeah, it's it's a conversation I feel like I have multiple times oh, a week. Yeah. You know, um you know, and I, and I appreciate folks that are looking at their credit and kind of get an idea of where they are. But, you know, it is kind of a, um, a conversation that I have a lot because, you know, a lot of times it could be misleading thinking that you have a certain score um, and, and you don't. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not normally way off, but I mean, it's normally pretty, you know, 30, 40 points, I think, is normally kind of what I've seen as far as the difference of where Correct. the score is on there versus the score that, you know, we actually pull when we do a, mm -hmm. a tri-merge report for you. So. Yep. And so um, just kind of piggybacking off of that. So you're. Your hard inquiry now is going to be your um, when we pull a tri-merge credit report. So mm -hmm. soft pull, there's really not a credit report that's pulled. Um, it's more so uh, background information that 
is access to kind of give us an idea as to where you fall. And hard inquiry is us actually checking your um, confirmed credit scores, mm-hmm. and we're pulling all three with the mortgage. So Correct. Correct. I think um, nowadays, I think they're even starting to um, – pull for auto loans. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Because cars are getting more expensive. Yeah, yeah. And the prices of the cars are going up. And mm-hmm. so now, shoot, your average SUV is somewhere between fifty and a hundred thousand or more. Yeah. And so, you know, if if the lender is lending that much money, I'm pretty sure that they're probably starting to use some of the same uh versions of credit scores that the mortgage company uses because I mean you could buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars. Correct. I mean So you want to do a little bit more of a thorough. Maybe not livable but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you could buy a house. Yeah. So you know they're from their perspective, they're like, okay, well if you're buying an eighty thousand dollar car, we want to make sure that you can afford it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's not it's probably not as like it used to be where you go in and you kinda give like a verbal yeah. of what you make. Yeah. And yeah. You have to prove it nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've yeah. actually had um, one of my clients, she bought her house first, so she did it right. Mm-hmm. She bought her house first. She was secure. She got it, and she called me a few months later, and she was getting ready to buy a car. Mm-hmm. And the um, the person that she was working with wanted uh, um, it was something they wanted from her that they figured that I would have. Oh, they wanted to know how much she paid on her mortgage, or no. It was they wanted to know if she had any late payments in the tw- past uh, twelve months. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, okay. and they called me, and then I had to tell her how to access her uh, her statements. Yeah, okay. So and I told her, history. you know, okay. you could pull your last statement, and it'll show so, yeah, on yeah, there yeah, if, if you, you had late payments or whatever. So if yeah, you yeah. give That's him just one copy of your of your mortgage statement, they can see if you've ever been late because it'll show that on there. Interesting. And so yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I, like I said, I haven't. Um, bought a car maybe what six almost six years ago and yeah. I, I know i didn't have to do that i'm in the process of buying one now um, but you haven't gotten to that yeah, part, haven't gotten yet. To that part. yeah they're still making yeah. the vehicle so yeah I, I guess i need to prepare myself i didn't know i, I definitely didn't know that they do that thorough of a check um, yeah when it comes to you know the, the uh, but that makes perfect sense as far as like the prices have been increasing on mm-hmm. these things so you know obviously the more money that you're lending to someone you know more thorough of a check that you're going to do mm-hmm. right so that makes sense to kind of make sure that folks are paying things on time and you know, make sure that they, uh, you know, they, they're they saying they're making a certain amount of money. You want to obviously confirm it. I mean, I know that's kind of what we got in trouble, you know, in the mortgage world, you know, back in the early oh, 2000s yeah. when we kind of, you know, went through that tough time and, you know, 07, 08, you know, was, you know, the stated income loans. I remember that's when I first got in the business where, you know, a person could say, literally, they'll, you can come, they used to be able to come to us and say, hey, they make, you know, $100,000 a year. And we didn't have to confirm that information. Uh-huh. So we didn't have to look at pay stubs. We didn't have to confirm with their employer. They could just literally, that's why it's called stated income. They could literally say, hey, I make this amount of money. And we would give them a whole loan and a whole house based upon their credit and based upon what they told us they made. So listen, when I was <laughs> when I was 18, I, I was interested in motorcycles. So mm-hmm. I, I know how to ride motorcycles and I, I, I've had one. Mm-hmm. And so when I turned 18, I decided, you know what? I'm tired of driving cars. I want to drive a motorcycle. <laughs> so I went and bought a motorcycle. Went okay. to the Suzuki dealership, walked through. You know, was you looking went to the dealership and got a bike, yeah, too. Okay. went to the dealership. Oh, you big time. Yeah. Okay. I walked through. I found the bike I liked. I was like, okay, this is nice. They had used ones, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I walked yeah. in there. They had just got this um, Suzuki 600. It was in the back. They were like, um... 
it's for sale for, you know, this amount. So then I was like, well, let's, you know, let's see if I qualify. So went up there, submitted the application. I was 18 with like a 700 and some credit score. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they were like, well, how much money do you make? And I was like, mm, I don't know. And, like, I was working, don't get me wrong, but I really wasn't, like, working, working, for real. Mm -hmm. So I was working at Victoria's Secret, Mm -hmm. and um, they were, like, I was, like, $500 a month. He was, like, oh, okay, I think I can make it work. And he, they approved me for this motorcycle. (laughs) I can make it work. That's that's, that's what you already knew what time it was. I can make it work. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I didn't even have my motorcycle license yet. Like, I didn't even have my endorsement yet. Wow. So they were like, well, you can't drive it off the lot. So I was like, all right, delivered it to my house. So then, you know, they show up. They got the whole delivery van mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Next thing, my dad was like, whose motorcycle is this? <laughs> oh, your pops didn't even know that no. you were buying it? Wow. No. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but he ended up paying it. Oh, like, he did. It was crazy. <laughs> man, they be getting this one. My daughter better not oh, do that to me. Oh, man. I, I would, my daughter, my kids would never do that to me. But <laughs> it was funny, though, because he ended up... Uh, he, I ended up going back to school, mm-hmm. and when I went back to school, because I was on my summer break, so when I went back to college, uh, he ended up paying it and just paying it off. And then, um, I mean, later I paid, you yeah, know. Yeah. I stepped up, you know. He just helped me out, you know. Oh, but uh, I paid his house off. Yeah. In yeah, return. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. You know funny how that goes full give circle. Give and take, yeah, you know. Yeah. Give and take. Still he helped though. me when I was Still, 18. He, I know he had questions <laughs> when, that, when that truck pulled up <laughs> with that bike. He was, <laughs> he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was looking you. at me like, don't you ever do this again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hear you. I hear you. That's that's um, that's um that's funny, man. That's a good story there. I uh, Like I said, kind of going back to the state of income, I, I remember, and I, I've seen a, a, a good movie I would recommend folks to go see. It's called The Big Short. Um, that's a movie that came out, I want to say, probably, it might, might be even close to like 10 years ago now. Um, but it had, uh, had like Brad Pitt, it had uh, the guy from 40 Old Version, I always forget his name, um, the main character. But uh, it had a lot, a lot of guys. Oh, in the office? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a, it was a um, really good movie that kind of gave an understanding of how times were during that time as far as lending and the guy who uh, predicted the big crash in the market and all that, he kind of betted against the, uh, he shorted the mortgage industry and made a ton of money. Um, it's a really, really good movie because it kind of explained, like you seem like there was a person, there was a an adult dancer, I will say, a woman who was an adult dancer who went to buy a house, um, you know, and so she made, you know, adult dancer money, you know, at the time. And she bought this huge mansion because she just told them, hey, I made X amount of dollars when she really didn't make that amount of money, you wow. know. And so it was just crazy um, those times. And now, obviously, you know, we do like, you know, VOEs, which is verification of employment. Oh, we man. have to look at pay stubs. We, you know, I mean, it's, it's a it's a much thorougher check, oh, you know, yeah. now than it was then. That's why we you collect know, pay stubs up front. We Correct. collect pay subs when During we get the under process. contract, yep. and we verify employment the day of closing. Absolutely, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a, that's why I said I know a lot of folks are kind of <laughs> nervous about the home buying industry and where we are right now because of the rate environment and like, hey, are we gonna have a big crash like we did and you know in 20, uh, 2008, 2009, around that time? And you know, I think things have slowed down obviously a lot, but I don't think it's gonna be like that because those were fundamental issues that we had back when we were lending then, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's a that's an issue when a person is taking on a, 
a three thousand, four thousand dollar mortgage payment, and they don't make the money to. They make fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, or not even that. I mean, they make much less than that because they're just saying, "Hey, I make X amount of dollars," mm-hmm. and it's not being verified, right? So now there's a lot more thorough of checks. Um, the CFP, CFPB has been able to, you know, incorporate some things to make mm-hmm. sure that everyone is playing on the same, you know, same field when it comes to guidelines and things of mm-hmm. that nature. So it's, um, you know, it's it's helped out a lot. So I, mean, I don't fear us always, you know, falling into something like that again. But um, it's crazy. I just remember those times. Man. I, I remember literally sitting in front of people and they're saying, hey, I make X amount of dollars. And I'm like, I was young, too. I was like just getting out of college. So I was like, I know, like I was looking for jobs and stuff, trying to think of what I was going to do. I'm like, I know that job does not pay that amount of money. But I mean, if someone, you know, at the mm-hmm. time someone tells you they make it, I mean, I can't say, oh, no, that's not right. I mean, mm-hmm. you just had to kind of take what they said and, and put, it on, put it on the application and roll with it. So, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, whew. <laughs> I'm glad we we are not in those times anymore because I would feel bad. Yeah, yeah, I, I did, I did. I felt I felt bad because I felt like I was putting people in situations mm-hmm. I knew that they were going to struggle and be, you know, you know, actually question me doing what I'm doing. Like I'm actually, I know a lot of people made a lot of money during that time, you know, because of how many loans you were able to do and mm-hmm. you know how many people were considered qualified. Because at that time, as long as you had a decent credit score, you could. I mean, and it wasn't even decent. You had like a 580 credit score, you can qualify. Like it was just hey, credit. Say you make X amount of dollars, you can get a loan. Like it was mm-hmm. really that easy, you know. Yeah. What I mean, so it was. You do got to think about it. There's a lot of folks walking around. It's like who cred- could, it was like credit card. Yeah, you go yeah, in there. Exactly. You say exactly. I make so so amount of money, and they're like, oh, instant approval, yep. ten thousand dollars. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we used to rush to try to help them the clothes so they wouldn't change their mind and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like <laughs> we wanted to change their mind. Y'all like Wall Street. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Oh times, man, man. Yeah, that's, so. that's 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 insane. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, I'm, I hope you guys learned the difference between the soft inquiry and the hard inquiry. Yeah. But we definitely want to jump back into the exercise of knowledge answer. Oh, yeah. All right. So for anybody who doesn't um, know or if you're coming into the segment a little bit late, uh, earlier in the segment we asked uh, a question, and that question was, um, what is an assumption when buying a home and how can it benefit you? So again, what is an assumption when it comes to buying a home and how can it benefit you? And so now we're going to go ahead and reveal that answer. All right. Drum roll. Do the drum roll. Let's do it. All right. So the drum roll is an assumption is when you're assuming the terms of the loan for the home that you're purchasing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, typically in the home buying process, you're getting a loan and you're getting a, you're getting pre-approved first and you're getting a loan from a mortgage company and you're using that financing to purchase your that subject property or that said property. Mm-hmm. That's the normal process of buying a home. Mm-hmm. When you're doing an assumption and the key word is assume, assume. right? Right, that's the key word in the, in the word over. assumption. Take over, right? So there's a seller who's selling that home to you and they already have terms on the mortgage that they have. And they're great terms. Yeah, let's typically. Say, let's say they're great terms. Exactly. Let's say, you know, they bought that house in 2021, July, when rates yeah, was, man. you know, 2.125, yeah, 2.25. But all of a sudden, they want a PCS to yeah, they gotta Hawaii yeah. or Japan. And yep. there's no real need for the house anymore. Maybe yep. they're not into being a landlord. So they're like, you know what? 
let's just go ahead and sell this property and then you know we go across the country we live there for 10 years and we'll come back and try to figure it out later exactly yeah yeah so that what happens is like Sophia just mentioned is then that buyer is able to assume the responsibility in the terms of that loan and a lot of times the reason that's more prevalent now than before is because just like Sophia mentioned you know we're in a situation now where rates are in the sevens and you know even higher than that depending on the loan product and so if you have someone who has a mortgage who has an interest rate under the twos and threes or even fours and you could just assume their loan your mortgage payment is going to be a lot less mm-hmm. than you to get you know then if you were to buy a new home right now mm-hmm. and then try to use the the current market rate right so you can assume the information or assume the terms of that current loan and that would be favorable for you and the seller sometimes depending on the situation right so uh, assumptions are something that are being more you know talked about recently Mm -hmm. now the key is you do have to qualify for it right Um, that current mortgage company is going to do whatever checks that they have to confirm that you do qualify to carry that mortgage Um, so what that means what what brian's trying to say is wherever the seller has the loan so if that person who is selling has the loan well let's say Atlantic Bay. Yeah. <laughs> then the buyer has to assume the loan through Atlantic Bay. Correct. That's right. You can't go to your own lender. Yeah. To assume that loan. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's something I've seen a lot, especially on military folks. Sophia kind of mentioned that process because they do tend to move quickly. Um, sometimes depending upon if they have to, you know, move somewhere, get orders, you know, to a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, FHA, VA, and USDA loans, they do allow assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, conventional does not allow con- assumptions. So, you know, if you're obviously in a situation where you're assuming one of their loans or they are the person who has one of their those loans, then there is possibly an opportunity for you to, you know, assume the loan. If it's a conventional loan, then it's, it's not even something that's a, a possibility for you. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do assume the loan, there's still closing costs associated. Yep. Cause, because, you know, closing costs, I think we've actually went over closing costs. So when you pay closing costs on the property, what you're paying for is the transfer of that property in one, from one person's name to another. Correct. So anytime there's a, a transfer, even if you're assuming it, it's coming from one person's name to another person's. And so you have to pay closing costs. Correct. And so even with an assume, assumable loan, you're getting a great deal. The only thing you have to do or, or worry about is you have to still pay closing costs and you also still have to qualify. Correct. That's right. That's right. Now, there's one caveat to uh, um, the assumption process is um, when when it's a VA loan specifically, because not everybody um, is a veteran, not everybody has um, um, access to that particular loan type. But when you are a veteran and you're looking to um, allow someone to assume the loan, the person who assumes it does not necessarily need to be a veteran as well. Correct. Now, the only caveat to that is, is if you do allow someone who is not a veteran or who does not have that VA entitlement to assume your loan, you're going to tie up your entitlement. So that'll limit you on your next purchase. So it's safe to say that if you're going to allow someone to assume the loan, it's probably best for you to get someone who has 
that VA benefit, so then that way they can use their VA benefit mm-hmm. to assume it. So that that way it frees up your entitlement for your next pur- purchase in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really, really good point. Um, two parts there that you don't have to, you know, be VA, VA eligible to be able to assume a VA loan. Mm-hmm. And the second part is if you are in that situation, you know, the seller do does need to know that, hey, this still is a tax. Even though you sell the home mm-hmm. and now the terms and everything are now transferred over to that new person who's buying the home, it's still attached to your entitlement. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to go buy something in the near future or wherever or even later on, you know, to be able to buy something, your that home is still going to be attached to your entitlement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you said, I, I haven't really seen a situation where that has happened because it does that's that puts a seller in a situation, right? Maybe maybe they'll do that to family or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. in most cases, I mean, they're going to want someone who has their own mm-hmm. eligibility so they can, you know, because the seller's already looking out for you, giving you know, letting you allow allowing you to assume their terms, which mm-hmm. is most likely going to be a lower rate. And then they also don't want to put be put in a bind or a situation where it kind of limits them and their buying power when they move Correct. forward as far as you know using their VA loan again. So. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So. And, and also remember, you have to go back to the original lender who, you know, transacted that loan. Correct. So, yeah, yeah who serviced Unfortunately, yeah. you can't come to me and Brian for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long <laughs> well, story short. Yeah, that is true. You have yeah. to go back to the original lender who did it. Correct. And they have a whole assumption department who can answer, you know, all of your questions regarding to the assumption. That's right. Because I'm pretty sure there's some, you know, things that we probably didn't cover, but always do your due diligence if Absolutely. you're looking to assume someone else's loan. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's good. I think that was All good. right, B, what's, what's coming up next? Um, let's see. What you got going on tomorrow? What I got going. So tomorrow. Or today. That. Yeah, today, I mean, I mentioned it today, nothing really much. Friday, I have a closing today. Okay. Um, so, so that's Closing cool. back to back to back. There we go. What yeah. would Drake say? Yeah. Back, back to, to back. Back. <laughs> back to back. Yeah, that's my joint, too. That was like <laughs> eight, nine years ago, too. That was my joint. But, um, yeah, so I got a closing today, so that's cool. I got a, an agent I work with, been working with for a while on the, on the peninsula on the other side of the water. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we have a, a new construction deal that's closing today, so that's cool. Um, my son, like I said, he has tennis, so, you know, he wants to play tennis, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, later today because the weather's going to be nice. So once I pick him up from school, you know, we'll do that. <clears throat> tomorrow, he's also invited to a birthday party. So, um, you know, going to go do that on, on tomorrow, you know, kind of hang out with some of his classmates. So that should be a good time. Oh, yeah. um, then I'm also leaving. So, yeah, there's a, a conference that's mm-hmm. going on um, in Nashville, Tennessee from is Monday and Tuesday, but the way the travel itinerary is set, set up, I'll be leaving Sunday so I can be there Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And then the flight situation is better to leave on Wednesday versus leaving like Tuesday evening after the yeah. last day of the uh, of the conference. So I'm looking forward to that. I've never been to um, Nashville at all. I heard it's everybody keeps telling me it's like the Vegas of the South. They were like, it's a party all the time and all that, even though yeah, you I'm might want to stay, you know, stay on that side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to pass by years for kind of being in there. could get a little rough, too. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think that comes with all cities, all yeah. the major cities. I mean, you have yeah. your good and then you have your real bad. Yeah. I mean, you go to you go to Atlanta, it's the same way. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's true. That's true. That's true. So you I'm going to stay. New York, same I'm, thing. I'm going to stay on the touristy side, yep. you know, you know, our, our, where we're staying and everything is right there downtown and you know so i'm i'm excited you know to go down there like i said uh 
for a couple of days, learn yeah. some good information. Um, that's what the conference is, is about is, you yeah. know, just some information sharing, you know, from other folks that are leading in our industry, um, just so we can kind of navigate the times that we're in and kind of hit the ground running, you know, entering uh, first quarter of 2023. Yeah, so, I'm bummed. I, I won't be there, unfortunately. My husband has duty, so gotcha. that he wasn't able to get out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know how that goes, man. The military duty stuff days. is tough. tough oh man. my goodness! Yeah, it's tough. It's real tough. So, and they're never like on the same days. Like he mm-hmm. might have duty on a Saturday, and they might have it on. You know, he might have it back to back. So he might have it on Saturday, Sunday, and then not have it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Or he might have it like on a Friday, then not again till Monday. Mm-hmm. It's always different. Got you. Like it, it's nothing that you can kind of like predict. Predict. Yeah. And just like any other job, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If if things happen, people you know need to be switched around. Mm-hmm. Anything can change. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That military stuff, us. stuff, man. I know. Like I told you, my dad, he was he was military. Um, you know, twenty twenty two, twenty three years. And um, that was something like, cause I was able to see that up close and personal. Oh yeah. I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. There's no. I can't. I can't. Even though it's you know it's a good lifestyle. I mean, for you know different folks and folks aspire to be defend our country. And I appreciate. Uh-huh. And I love the folks that do that. But just how I am wired, like I, I could not yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? The unpredictability of it. Like I'm regiment. I like to know what I have going on. What this is going to be. You know. Obviously, I don't mind changing. You know things that are unpredicted, but <clears throat> in that world, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. It's so. funny because we were at my uh, my daughter's uh, softball game, and me and some of the moms were talking. And one of the moms, she's military, but she's Air Force, mm-hmm. and I guess her job really doesn't know a lot, doesn't her job within the military, she doesn't um, have the same structure duty days as like my husband, mm-hmm. and. Um, and we were all talking, and um, I was—I said something about um, my husband, and I was like, yeah, I know he's a ghost. He's like a figment of everybody's imagination, y'all. I'm really married. Like, I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah. And then he popped up one day. He okay. was there. So okay, okay. I was like, this is him. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's funny. But, yeah, nah. when when he's on shore duty, I mean, he's always at home. He, yeah. I get jealous when he's on shore duty because he go to work at— Seven o'clock, and he's home by nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I remember my but dad doing that too. Yeah. On sea duty, it's like, it's just like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? a blur? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he said a hey, blur. bye, yeah. bye, see you later, <laughs> see you next week, bye. It's like bye. it's like that. Um, <laughs> I'll have to send it to you, show you too. It's this uh, Simpsons gif. Uh-huh. Where the person is like, he walks into the room, oh. puts his hat in, and he comes right back out. And he like, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. You, you know, what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, but I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to show this to you after the, after the episode. But it's, it's funny. It's like you come in, you're like, oh, and then you come right out. Yeah. Like, so it, it kind of reminded me of that when you said when you said what you said. So yeah, um, so unfortunately yeah. I can't make it there. But tomorrow Carter has football. It's funny tomorrow my schedule's so tight. So my daughter starts volleyball tomorrow. We got the meet and greet, and then my daughter has a game tomorrow morning, and both of them are at 10 and mm. my husband has duty tomorrow mm. so it's like i gotta figure out how to maneuver that maneuver that yeah. so we, we'll see you know i'll get it done i mean we might end up being a little late to the game but it, it doesn't matter because he doesn't want to play anyway for real <laughs> the only time my son wants to play is when he's a running back that's it hey, that's otherwise he doesn't want to mess with it he don't want to work he don't want to play defense he doesn't want to do he doesn't even want to be the quarterback he's like <laughs> i want to run the ball and that's it so that's funny i'm good with that i really need to um get my wakanda tickets because this oh, friday yeah. mm-hmm. you know 
just imagine y'all I got my arms crossed right now <laughs> Wakanda for life okay um, yeah, them, definitely I mean wanna... I know the tickets I got cause I'm gonna go which theater are you going to I don't know Brooke did that oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I know I'm not going this Friday coming up cause I think when we looked they had already been sold out no they're not cause they I was weren't... looking for tickets oh, uh, for okay. because no, I, I, I'm in a dilemma so that's the, that day's school is out and so my daughter like last month bought her tickets and she's going with a with a girlfriend with one of her friends and her and their parents and so i want to go but i'm like okay well if i drop you off at the theater <laughs> mm-hmm. then how am i gonna go <laughs> like i can't i gotta time it to where you know maybe we walking out the theater together <laughs> or you know so I, I i even thought about like going to the same theater as her but also don't want to rain on her parade yeah, you know because she's like yeah. i want to get away from y'all yeah. she in that whole teenage yeah. you know mindset so i gotta figure it out but i really want to go but i looked at all the theaters i was looking at okay. everything so yeah i know we're going um i know it's next week i think because this week coming up i'll be out of town and my sister um, shout out to Diamond. Um, she's getting uh, sworn in. Um, you know, she's, I guess, transitioning from being a lawyer to an attorney. Because I think I mentioned last time she passed the bar. So uh, so that's something that I just learned this morning. <laughs> so we were actually trying to look up this morning what it's called, actually, mm-hmm. when you swear in. And so here in Virginia, it's called uh, you swearing into the oath of fidelity of the Commonwealth, yep. right? Yeah. And so I called her, I called Diamond uh, an attorney. Mm-hmm. And um, no, actually, that's not what happened. I was reading. Yeah. And it said that you could be. You could be a lawyer. A lawyer, be a lawyer an could attorney, be an attorney, but, but an attorney, attorney can't be a lawyer. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hold yeah, on, yeah. wait. Oh, no, it's back. You said it back. So an attorney could be a lawyer, yeah. but a lawyer can't, can't be, be an attorney. attorney. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's not what I just said? I don't think so. Maybe not. Um, my brain was still processing what you said, so I might have <laughs> caught the end of it and be like, yo, that, that might be on me. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all yeah. tell us yeah, y'all <laughs> if let I us said know. it right the yeah, first time. But basically, my sister, she enlightened me on it. What it is, is like once you pass... So once you finish law school, you are now officially a lawyer, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, you're a lawyer. You can do certain things that lawyers are able to do. Um, you can't represent folks and do things like that because that's an attorney's role. Mm-hmm. Um, and you become an attorney once you actually pass the bar. So you have folks that are lawyers who haven't passed the bar, but they can do things that lawyers are capable of doing. Um, and so now on Thursday, um, she gets sworn in in Richmond and um, she'll be able to, you know, practice as an attorney, you know, after she gets sworn in. So looking forward to that. That's as soon as I get back. And then Friday, like you mentioned, is Veterans Day. Um, you know, we have the Veterans Day event going on that day. And so this week is pretty busy. So I think I'm going to go see the um, Black Panther movie. I believe it's like sometime that following week. So like next week, like on a Wednesday, it's like real random. Yeah, Brooke had looked up a time, and uh, we'll probably go check it out without the kids. Because I think it's like three hours long. Oh, and yeah. it's like the kids, they're not going to be able to sit through that. So well, we're going to try it. I'm taking all my kids. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're going to be in there kind of for life. There you go. Good so luck. I'm going to just fill them up with snacks. There you go. Yeah, they might be snoring. <laughs> they might be snoring halfway through it. I don't know. Mm, we'll see. I don't know. Carter, he, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I think I think they'll be fine because um, I took Carter. He was a baby, though. I took him when Avengers came out. Um, the 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 la- the the final Avengers, the okay. one. Um, what is it called? When um, Thanos lost the okay. war. Uh huh. It was one fine in game. In game. In game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to go. I went 
to go see that movie in the theaters with Carter. He sat through the whole thing. And he was a baby. Interesting. Yeah. So my, we'll see. My kids, they not built like that. Yeah. They, they try to, they see it on the screen. They try to act it out and do it. So they try to run around. They or you know, it's just nah. That they can't. So, they can't so do while that. you were talking about Diamond, right? Mm-hmm. I had to Google this show that I, that I mentioned earlier. So the show on Netflix mm-hmm. is called How to Get Away with Murder. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen <laughs> so a couple episodes of that before. That's what I thought about when we were ago. talking about the difference between an attorney okay. and a lawyer. Okay. Because okay. she was the attorney, she was. and then I, she I, had all the yeah, lawyers yeah, yeah, that yeah, were working yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. her. So they would gather the information, and yeah. she would represent yeah. the client in court. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So that about. could, you know, like a team. So, now, so as we were talking about that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, wait, I think I see the show about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And um, something I almost forgot that I'm excited about is something in the water. So oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that is coming back to Pharrell the 757. Like, uh, yeah, what, a Tuesday. Week no, it was this it was this week. This week? Yeah, it okay. was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Um he announced that um that it's gonna come back here. I know they uh it's, they've had it twice now. Uh, I went to the inaugural one that was here. I mean, it was amazing. still best show I've ever been to. I mean, it was a whole weekend. Um, mm. you know, they had I mean Pharrell had everybody he had Jay Z, who's my favorite. Beyonce was there. He oh, had wow. um, Diddy was dancing on the stage performing. Snoop Dogg was there. Oh, wow. um, I mean, he Chris Brown. Legends. I mean, he had yeah, he literally because you got to think about it. Pharrell he has been yeah. yeah, Pharrell's a legend, and Pharrell has like produced for everybody, everybody. all yeah. types of different genres of music. So everybody went once you know since he had this you know this thing here at home where he grew grew up at. You know, everybody kind of showed him love and kind of did a couple of cuts, and it was cool because it was like on the sand. Like big stage, like it was cool. I just it? wish I was a fan of concerts. I'm not a fan of concerts. I'm yeah. not a fan of big crowds like that. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm it doesn't not excite me. It's yeah. not like I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go. Like, nah, I don't want anybody touching me. I'm good. <laughs> and I can go to a concert if there's individual seats, like like yeah. at an arena, yeah, like at a basketball arena or something like that. When I got my own seat, my own space, yeah. But the the ones where you like, like in a mosh pit, like when y'all just like. You know. Yeah, there's no defined. Yeah, there's yeah, no defined yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah that's how there's something in the water. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's that's like what I'm that's yeah, they why got I can't like the it. VIP section that's in the front, but yeah, then like no. outside, and, and everybody just kind of on each other there. But yep. then mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know that they may change it up this year. I, I don't know, but I know I'm glad it's back because they had it here a couple years ago. I think it was like 2019. It brings a lot of city money to the yeah, city. Yeah, so, so that's it was, yeah, awesome. yeah. It's really it, it does. It was here in 2019. And then um, obviously COVID happened, so they didn't have it. And then um, what also happened was there was a you know a situation. Where I think it was Pharrell's family member ended up getting killed in Virginia Beach, and you know he didn't feel that they were the city was kind of doing the things that they needed to do to really you know find out you know what was going on mm-hmm. with that situation. So they actually moved it to D.C. this past year, mm-hmm. and um, it sounds like you know the city was able to kind of you know work things out with Pharrell, and so now he brought it back here. And I was even looking at. Because it's April, it's the last weekend in April, and I was looking at, like, hotels and stuff down there. Man, there's a hotel, um, one of the Marriott's that I like on 41st Street. I was just looking at, like, the prices of it. So the hotel normally ranges for about two to $300 a night. I looked at the price for the hotel for that night or for that, that weekend. It was $1,600 a night. Ooh. Crazy, crazy, crazy price. So, like, that's that's what Sophia <laughs> mentioned as far as, like, 
you know, the prices, like as far as the city being able to get money because hotels, restaurants, I mean, mm-hmm. just everyone will be able to kind of enjoy benefit it and, and benefit it. from that. So that, yeah. that's why it's such a big thing they'll for our city. They'll bring out bartenders. Yeah. They'll have people coming out. Yeah. Major tips will be going yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of money that comes to the city, and I'm pretty sure that they contribute whatever proceeds. You know, Pharrell probably contributes some of the proceeds and things that happen to, yeah. you know, different Businesses, there'll probably be food trucks out there, small businesses. All the businesses on the strip will benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. You know, then you got to think about cleanup. You know, once all that stuff happens, then Mm -hmm. you got the city, you got the people coming out to help clean up and Mm -hmm. do all these things. So I think it's a great, um, it's a great event for a great cause. Yeah. However, it's not for me. Yeah. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. I'll be there though. I'll be there. I gotta see what that lineup looks like though. I mean, I'm like I said, I. I get, only I get a hotel. That's different. If I'm in my hotel, sitting on the balcony watching the concert by myself, yeah, drinking, I'm chilling. Some people did that. But I'm pretty sure them hotels the are crowd, going now. Nah, yeah. I'm good. I can't. My my mindset ain't set up for something like that. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I don't. I don't know. It's like I, I want to go, and I, I I I am gonna go. I'm just yeah. a local. That's a big thing to do. You know, represent or whatever. But. It's like I know it's not going to be better than the first year. Like there's no way the acts that he had that first year, there's no way that those acts can be topped. So I'm already like saying like, dang, like I know it's not going to be better than that. But normally the good thing about that, me being from this area, a lot of folks that are from this area are going to be coming out. So I normally Mm -hmm. run into a lot of folks that I haven't seen in a while. You know, folks that live all over the country. Um, you know, they'll come, come you know, home. back home for yeah. this or whatever. Like you know, homecoming. Yeah, exactly. It's like a big homecoming. Exactly. I remember that. That's how it was that year. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think tickets go on sale this weekend. So I'm going to try to jump on there and see what's up when it comes to that. Nice. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you um, listening to our podcast. Um, we want to, you know, definitely end today with the quote of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll let Brian take the honors of, of, uh, of, uh, telling you guys the quote and okay. i hope that it motivates you absolutely so the quote of today is you have to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction that's deep oh yeah yeah that was uh that was that was that was straight to the point right there you know mm-hmm. what i mean like you you wake up every morning you know to attack the day and you know you're determined to you know conquer whatever you have you know that's on the uh, agenda for that day but you have to do it you have to accomplish it you know, for you to feel satisfied. And that's how I am, honestly. I don't know. I'm wired like that where, mm-hmm. you know, I have certain things that I say, hey, today I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and I won't feel good. Like, I will be upset. And I don't like going to sleep upset because that's a pleasant time. You want to mm-hmm. go to sleep nice and mm-hmm. feel, you know, feel good about yourself or whatever. So I make sure I get those things done. So, you know, when I rest, I rest. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, that's 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 some good word, why, uh, good wise words right there. Very, very. Yeah. Thank you so much, B. Yeah. All right, so that's all the time that we have for you today. Please follow us on um, Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. My Instagram and Facebook is SKB underscore mortgage. Brian's is uh, B Roy Star. Um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>